Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. Good morning, Alan. How are you, Mary? 18 days into COVID, and it's symptoms to cold sweats and slight headaches. Now, you are what you would call high risk. So can you tell us, you, you are, we were dealing with COPD as a as a topic on the programme last week. You're actually living with COPD, are you? Yeah, I have my nebulizer. I was put on it seven years ago. Um, I have one at home. I'm on it four times a day, but when I was diagnosed with COVID, I was on it nearly every half hour. So your life, um, your, your, your health issues are many. Would you, do you want to share some of those health issues with us, what you've been going through? Apart from um, COPD, what else are you living with? Arthritis, that they can't do anything about. I was in Waters Regional Hospital there in July with the top bone specialist and they can't do anything for me. And now it's gone into the spine of osteoarthritis also. So I have it everywhere. Right. And, and how are so, you today? Uh, I mean, you say this is day 18 of your COVID journey. So how are you feeling as you're speaking to me this morning? Um, I'm getting cold sweats, Alan, and I'm very, very weak. Okay. Well, uh, things took a turn for the worse quite recently and I know you were speaking to me off air and you are loudly uh, praising the, the work of the paramedics, the ambulance service here in Wexford General Hospital. What happened yes. to you? What happened to you? My breathing starts to go a bit funny. My, I just didn't feel well at all. And um, the ambulance came and brought me up the stretcher. They did tests, you know, in my apartment before bringing me out to the ambulance and there were is an ECG yeah all that right before they brought me up to the hospital blood pressure all that taken um so they advised me actually to go to the hospital you know yeah so I did and like I said I was put into a room and the doctor I had, she was very thorough. She was very good. Um, they were under pressure. I can understand that. Right. And the same with the nurses. They're under that pressure, you know. But, yeah. you know, they were thorough with me, Alan, you know. And chest x-rays done, blood's done. And they pump steroids into me through, you know, via drip. And I was on a drip. And, yeah. you know. Yeah. But then... I didn't have a way home and wasn't well. But uh, to make a long story short, anyway, it ended up that I ended up having to walk from the hospital the whole way down to Lower John Street. Because and I met into loads of people that were coming out of public houses. And I had to try and cross the road and advise, you know, avoid these people. Even though I had masks on me, you know, because at that time I was still infectious. Do you understand? My isolation was actually broken by leaving right. the hospital. So basically for you, at the end of your assessment, there was no lift available to you. So And, and you have no transport and you have no family no. member with transport. So a friend of mm-hmm. yours had to bring up your walker, is that right? And you then, you, you then had to walk home on the walker from the hospital yeah. to your home. Have I got that right? Yeah. yeah, and he brought up coats and a pair of boots for me. Yeah. Um. So it just once again indicates the sheer pressure the hospitals are under, doesn't it? Oh yeah. Oh, they are. They are under under pressure. I mean, 
I couldn't have got a better doctor. You know, she was brilliant. Mm. You know, and very nice. And she knew I was sick. And when she looked at my tonsils, she says, oh, my goodness. I said, what's wrong? She said, your tonsils are so infected. Mm. You know? What's life like for you at the moment then, Mary? Keep your spirits up with you because hopefully things will improve. But uh, I can't, Alan, because you see, I suffer severe clinical depression. Right. So now I, I used to go out once a week to the post office and from there to the chemist to collect my medication. I'm on a lot of medication. A lot. Right. Now I am just absolutely terrified to go outside the door. Look, there's always help at hand. You've shared your story very honestly and openly with us and you have in no way been critical of Wexford General Hospital. So I, I think oh, you want... No. No, you, you, couldn't, you couldn't praise them enough. No, I can't praise them enough. No, no. It was just I could not get home and they said to me, what about the morning? And I said, the morning will be the very same way. Right. And in the morning time, Alan, you're going to meet more people. Do you understand where I'm coming from? Okay. Look, thanks for sharing your story, Mary. We'll see, can we get a reaction to it? You know, I'm not, I'm not out to uh, condemn the hospital by any way, means or form. I'm not. You know, they did look after me and the doctors were very apologetic that they couldn't arrange transport for me to get home. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views.